Would you still have love for me? Episode 92 of the Drewcast. Welcome back, guys. That song playing right now, that's our latest Red Room on the WPOB page. Guys, I will leave a link in the description. Go run up the views because, Justin, you killed that song. You absolutely killed that song, bro. The only thing I would I would say is uh, I, next time I get in the booth, but I got to try harder now, though. So, I mean, you killed the game, bro. But, yeah, that's the latest Red Room. Uh, the reason, Justin, I like it so much, I mean, you, we just talked about this off camera, but your Red Rooms are more, like, personal than, like, the ones that me and Josh do. And that's kind of why I like it. We know what to expect when you get on the mic. You know what I mean? Not only are you going to kill it lyrically, but, bro... Things are going to be said, bro. Things that are, you know what I mean? <laughs> dude, right there, dude. Right in the heart box. But yeah, hey guys, tonight we are going to get straight to it. You already know who my disembodied voice is. I literally just was just speaking to him. Okay. You guys know who he is. I'm so 92 episodes in. I got to fucking say who my disembodied. Now nah, I'm playing. Can you imagine? But yeah, I'm wearing sunshades today too because I have a huge headache, dude. I have a really, I, I, I killed a keg last night. So, you know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> a little struggling with with, with, with my... And and it hurts to see. And also, I like the comments. I like the comments on TikTok. Why is this guy wearing shades inside? Anytime I make sense, the Matrix tries to shut me down. The Matrix always shuts me down, bro. Hey, pay people more in the 9 to 5. He's wearing sunglasses inside. <laughs> yeah, we get it, dude. The Matrix always knows, Justin, every time. Hey, start treating people with more respect. That we should not be working the rest of our lives. Sunglasses, you know? Inside. White street man. You know, every time it shoots me down, dude. Fuck the Matrix, dog. And then we're going to get into the Matrix. That's our first topic tonight. So, Kanye West. Kanye West, step up to the podium. We want to have a little talk with you, bud. There's a lot of people who aren't going to agree with this segment. And that's okay. Okay. And I, you know what I mean? Whether I was on Kanye's side or I wasn't on Kanye's side, a lot of you are not going to agree with this topic. So, but hey, it has to be addressed. Now, do you have a feeling that when it comes to Kanye West, people are only mad because they got told to be mad? That's what's happening, in my opinion. A lot of you are not mad at Kanye for real reasons. You're mad because the Matrix told you to be mad. Now, what do I mean by that? The Matrix, to some of you, might literally be like in the movie, right? And the Matrix might have a different meaning to some of you. But the Matrix is what controls this. What makes every piece on this board move. The media you watch, the movies you watch, the music you listen to, the art you create, the art that... We pay to go see the way we live, or the, the money we make. Every, that's the Matrix, okay? The Matrix is under attack. And I've been, I've been on the side of trying to push that, that envelope to people, right? And sometimes I've sacrificed like really good episodes of podcasts that I could have done. Like funny ones too, right? I've sacrificed that for that topic, the Matrix topic. But... And it's funny because I mentioned the, the sunglasses part, but I, I, is it not fucking true that every time I start talking facts, Justin, I almost called you Bustin. Pause. 
<laughs> but every single time I talk about anything Matrix related, I'm wearing sunglasses. There's a reason for that, but we'll get into that later. So what I thought was funny was, yes, people, you were only mad because you're, you got told to be mad. Okay. I guarantee you, like, you know, those moms that you see at the store who are like, Kanye West is stupid. What did he say that was anti-Semitic? Oh, you don't know? You just got told to be mad. Oh, <laughs> you right? They don't, they're not mad, bro. I'm sorry. I guarantee you, please ask 90% of the people who are mad at Kanye. What did he say that was anti-Semitic? They're going to tell you the whole DEF CON thing. But I don't, I think that that was just like a, a what is it called? A figure of speech or, you know, hey, something along way, those lines. It was kind of shitty for him to say, right? I think me and you both can agree. Like, I didn't take it serious either. Yeah, but people I'd, thought I'd, he was literally talking about like exterminating Jewish people or some some. You know, I don't lines, think it was either, and I, I guess people would probably get mad yeah. that me and you uh, that were saying that. And I don't, whatever, dude. But at the same, bro, he didn't. I don't think he meant it like that. Was it shitty? Yeah. You know what I mean? It was shitty to say that. But do but as I'm saying, ask ninety percent. Th there is people who would say that, Asen, right? They would say the the deathcon. They would say that, but I'm talking about the other ninety percent. Who don't know why they're mad. And I'm telling you right now. It's because people in general. This is how the world works. We are sheep. We are. That's the only way to handle the, this many people. Right? You notice bro. People move when they're told to move. People react when they're told to react. Right? COVID was the biggest eye opener for that shit. I mean straight up and down. Hey masks aren't really going to work like that. You don't really need to wear a mask. And then the second they got told to wear a mask, mask police everywhere, right? Hey, double masks don't really work like that. D don't waste mask. One is good. Then there was reports that two masks work, right? And everybody started wearing two because because they they move when they're told to move, right? And I'm I'm not like that. Okay, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna move on people. And and first of all, this guy Kanye doesn't even pay your guys' bills, and he doesn't pay my bills either. So to be against him or for him is like weird in general. Okay, so he doesn't pay anything I do. So I don't owe him anything. And the fact that you're... There's people like, I'm going to burn my Yeezys. Oh, <laughs> cool. You know, like, yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, but people move when they're told to move. It's embarrassing. That's how like 95% of us work. It's really embarrassing, bro. I mean, I have real family members who do that. My mom was one of them during COVID. I can't see you because of, like, you know, it's like, I mean, like you literally take talking points from the news, apply it to real life, and then that's just how people are. When you make that your personality, that's cringy. Sorry, it is. If you can't think for yourself, why am I near you? Am I talking to you or you? Or am I talking to somebody who just uses talking points, right? I, I just, I can't be around those type of people, but... At the end of the day, I wanted to bring up uh, with Kanye too. He wasn't dropped for any other comments he's made. No one made public outcries for the slavery was a choice thing he said on TMZ. The George Floyd comments, the white lives matter. There's plenty of other things like the whole Pete Davidson rant he went on earlier this year on Instagram with like, you know, the going at Pete like 20 and then Again, that's another slippery, slippery slope because Pete did some weird ass shit too with getting Kim's kids' initials tatted on him. Why were you doing that, right? Like, 
Kanye, I think Kanye was wrong in like majority of those Pete Davidson rants, but that one tattoo thing, bro, that, I don't know, bro. You know what I mean? Like if someone in this family did that, like you went and got my kids initials tatted on you or my niece and nephew's initials tatted on you, bro, you're getting fucking dealt with, dog. I just, you know what I mean? Sorry. Like I'm not Kanye, bro. Like you, you really, like if, imagine I walk into a room and this guy has my kid's name initials tatted on him. Bro, I'm dealing you. I'm gonna fucking slap you, bro. Like, why did you get my kids in it? Like, you know what I mean? What would you do, listen? If someone got your kids' initials headed on them and he, that was like the new boyfriend, come on, bro. You're not I think slapping that's weird dude. as fuck. Huh? I said, I think that's weird as fuck. Yeah, seriously. So, I mean, yeah, he wasn't dropped for any of those other comments. But, okay? in, in, in his defense, or maybe the benefit of the doubt, like, if I'm fucking Kim Kardashian, I'm doing whatever it takes. You I could mean, fucking tat the United States map on my back for like you have her. a point, bro. Cause she's controlled by the Matrix, dude, for real. So if Kim tells you to jump, bro, you jump. Seriously. I mean, you have a point too. Yeah, if I thought if I mean Kim, I mean, bro, that might be and Kanye, if, if you ever listen to this, bro, respect, you know what I mean, from a fellow Chicago into another, but you know what I mean? But but hey, if Kim might be the only ass in like Hollywood that I don't care how fake that shit is, bro. I'm going on a cruise. You know what I mean? If it's the Titanic, get me two tickets. Even if I know it's the Titanic. I know going on that cruise is gonna we're gonna sink. I don't care, bro. I don't care. I like I have no shame, bro. Like I'm an I'm an ass guy hundred percent and Kim, you just you know what I mean? But but yeah, uh back to the Kanye shit. So he he didn't get dropped after those type of comments, which is really telling because those same companies that make money off him. Right, you would think that would affect their their dollar, right? You would think that would affect their bottom line. But racist comments and sexist comments and all that doesn't affect their bottom line. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy to anybody? That saying all that stupid shit didn't affect their bottom dollar. That's fuck. We can so you can disrespect the fuck out of black people as a black man. And that didn't affect any of these companies' bottom line. That's, I mean, that's just telling in itself. He also mentioned in the Drink Champs in, in the in the Drink Champs interview how a lot of the music labels, who they're owned and controlled by, they make money off violent music, where the rappers talking about killing each other, fucking each other's bitches, doing drugs. These, they're making money off that. Why isn't anybody stopped that? Does that not affect their bottom dollar? That's crazy to me, bro. Like, if you really think about it, I'm a rapper, right? So I, you and me rap. So we know what rap is. It's not, we're not going to pretend like, yeah, sometimes rap is kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? There's some songs that we've listened to in front of the kids, and I'm like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have fucking listened to that in front of them. But who cares, right? But at the same, but at the same time, you're going to start making people pay for their comments, but you guys profit off that type of music. You make money off that shit, even after the rapper has died. You guys make money off their, off what they're saying. I don't understand how that's never affected anybody's bottom dollar. Or bottom line, sorry, the dollar. You know, like with, let's say, Juice World, Lil Peep, any of the rappers who have died of, like, drugs. How has that not changed the industry? How has that not changed the way people make music? I don't know, bro. Like, I, If what, anything, it amplifies it. Because I think the what's happening right now... Now, I want to bring up a good point before I get too caught off guard. So, listen, bro. I did some research because I saw a comment that said this, and we're going to pull it up. 
right? So I'm on Yahoo News, and I'm ta- and we're talking about the founders of Adidas, okay? The founders of this company that cut Kanye yesterday, so they cut Kanye, the founders of this goddamn company, so the founders of Adidas that eventually, so the founders of the company that eventually became Adidas were in fact members of the Nazi party, according to the Jewish Telegraphic Agency. In 1924, brothers Adolf, so his name is Adolf, because his nickname is uh, Adi, so A-D-I, which ends up becoming, you know, Adidas, right? So brothers Adolf and Rudolf Dassler were the, so they're the brothers who founded this company. A decade later, as the company continued to grow and Hitler rose to power, both brothers joined the Nazi party, according to the journalist Barbara Schmidt. During the per- this period, both men signed their letters, Hell Hitler, and German athletes wore the brother's shoes during the infamous 1936 Nazi Olympics. That's insane, bro. So Adidas was founded by people who were in the Nazi party? It's the same shit we talk about us in the past with Disney. Am I wrong? Disney goes around, right? Disney wants to do the whole canceling bit, right? We're going to cancel people and... We're going to cancel old shows or we're going to put these little things in the beginning of movies and shows talking about how times have changed. But, bro, you can't run from your past. You can't. Which is funny because it's a shoe company. So it says the Dassler brothers did not fail to see how their economic interests would benefit from politics. All three Dassler brothers joined the Nazi party on May 1st, 1933. Uh, and I, I said after Hitler was appointed the chancellor. Like, what is this fucking Star Wars, bro? But yeah, and there's another pictures of him. So that's crazy, bro. So the people who found Adidas were literal Nazis. They joined the Nazi party. Okay. At the, at the end of the day, we have to make a decision. Do we move when we're told to move? Or do we look at the stuff that's surrounding this and say, that's a little fishy. That doesn't make sense. And, oh, how is that what you're saying it is? Okay? Because at the end of the day, bro, and I before I get off the Kanye subject, the Matrix, like I said, guys, the Matrix is different to everybody. Everybody might have their own version of what that is and how they fit into the Matrix. But I told Warren this today, Justin. So you know the concept of like a 9 to 5, Right? We all know deep down, you know, I know, Emily knows, everybody that we're related to, we all know that none of us want to do that. It's not that we don't want to work. It's not that we don't have the drive to work and we're lazy and we're unmotivated. That's not what I'm talking about here because that's a different topic. But none of us actually want to do that. None of us wake up every morning because we force ourselves to wake up go through the routine of getting ready and leaving. None of us actually want to do that. We want to spend time with our family, our kids, have fun, do what we want to do, right? But we all willingly wake up every day and we go and do that. We make the choice to go there and become basically paid slaves. I know some people aren't going to agree with that and and that's okay, but that's what we, a lot of us wake up and do. We wake up and we go to this place that we don't like we know it's stupid. We know it's not right. We know it's wrong. We know we could be doing more and better. We still show up. We still complain and we go home. That's kind of some a big major part of the matrix is that it's a, a lot of this is a choice that we're we're making. 
because it's easier to make that choice and let others decide for us and tell us how to move than to make our own choice. Because deep down, it's not that easy to make a very difficult choice like that when you know like 98% of people are just going to shun you. That's kind of why I low-key respect bums, bro. I'm sorry, but like I low-key kind of respect bums, bro. Because at the end of the day, like they kind of escaped a version of the Matrix. And they and even though yes they some of them might not have a house and might not have the the luxury of money and all that stuff but there's some things that they don't have to deal with that i'm kind of envious of you know so not that i want to be a bum and i guess i already know some people are going to equate what i'm saying to like you're lazy and you don't want to work hard but bro a lot of you wake up you go to that stupid job that you don't like a lot of you do it and you know it's stupid you know you could be doing better with your time but you still show up and you still do it and you still make that choice to do it when we all know it's stupid, right? It kind of goes back to a subject I said earlier in the year about the, the shrug segment. So are we just going to shrug or are we just going to make our own choices? Now, before we, like I said about the Kanye subject, he, yeah, I didn't really agree with the whole DeathCon 3 comment, like at all, but you can- I didn't take it that seriously. I'm not a Jew, so obviously I, yeah, I can't be not offended for them. But like I wasn't when he said that, I th I thought that it was just like a figure of speech, like a metaphor for I'm about to you know expose the fuck out of them. People thought that he was talking about like acts of violence and yeah, and like because we're not saying that either. I hope people don't take this and think that. But me and Dustin aren't saying we want acts of violence done and. If somebody was to call for real acts of violence, me and you were sitting here saying we don't think yeah, we're not saying it's not a big I know, yeah, that saying? goes without saying. I'm talking about Kanye saying that and then people acting like he was just gonna like Columbine every fucking Jew. Like that's not what he was saying. He was just kinda just using DEFCOM three for like a an exaggerated version of what he was doing, I guess. I don't know. Like you said, it was still wrong to say, but I didn't. I didn't take that comment like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I hope. Wa people, watch out for Kanye. I really just hope that him. He's really, in my opinion, he he is fighting the Matrix or no? He's fighting the Illuminati, bro. And you can't do that because they'll turn everybody against you, and they'll make you. They're going to try to make him disappear, but good luck. Good luck, bro. You know, that's why it's kind of sucky when I talk about to topics like this, because, you know, I could be doing like funny topics and I could be doing stuff that doesn't matter, but my legacy won't be that. My legacy will be, hey, bro, this guy tried. He, you were, I, I want to stand up for what's right, bro. Like at the end of the day, that's what I want to do. So... If that means I don't talk about a funny subject and I don't spend time doing a one thing, one episode, then cool. I don't, you know what I mean? Cool. It's pot. It's the pot Olympics, bro. I'm trying to get gold medaling. I'm trying to gold medal, right? I'm trying to fucking be first. Can't be first doing what everybody else is doing. So yeah, but yeah. Hey, so comment below. What were your guys' thoughts on the whole Kanye situation? If you're controlled by the Matrix too, let me know. Like seriously, like if you're a sheep, bro, comment. I want to talk to you. I want to. I want to hear from the sheep too. Seriously, like if you if you are like completely controlled by the Matrix, bro. Like I'm. I want to. I kind of like just want to hear from you, bro, because it's interesting. You know what I mean? I want to hear the the dick, the bootlicking. I really want to see the bootlicking, bro. For real, for real, real talk, bro. So yeah, off the Kanye stuff. 
Good news. Guys, if you are DC fans, there is some good news for once. All right? So my boy, and mainly I say this for Justin because we got Soup's Jr. over here, but Superman's back, baby. Oh, dude, let's go. Fuck, man. How many times have I got on this mic and said, hey, if I'm DC, Henry Cavill, come back. Come back. Man is still too. <laughs> where they at, though? Where they at, though? Where, where they where? Yeah. Hey, now we're getting Man of Steel 2. I don't know if it's going to be technically number two or a reboot, but I don't care because Henry Cavill, dude. Yeah, bro. If there was more people here, everybody's fucking clapping, bro. Let's go. I didn't realize that movie came out 10 years ago either. That's embarrassing that those motherfuckers had more than a decade to come out with Man of Steel 2 and they didn't. Hey, hey, old WB regime. Bye. Bye, everybody who waited a decade to make Man of Steel 2. Hey, bye, everybody who didn't want Ben Affleck Batman. Get the fuck out of here, bro. God damn, I've been waiting to scream into this mic all goddamn day, dude. It's like two, nine and a half years, almost ten, but... Jesus Christ, I've been waiting, bro. Seriously. Man of Steel 2? Birds of Prey. Man of Steel 2? Batgirl. You know what I mean? Man of Steel 2, Michael B. Jordan. You know what I mean, dude? Come on. God damn it, dude. Man of Steel 2, Josh Whedon beats and beats his cast and says racist shit to people. Josh Whedon fucking says something sexist to Gal Gadot. Like, come on. Is it that hard, dude? Just put him in a Superman outfit and have him go. I don't care if the whole movie is him saving a fucking cat. Please. The whole movie can be about him getting a fucking cat off of a tree and like the whole media circus around the cat being on a fucking tree just give us henry cavill as superman this guy was born to be fucking superman right and we got it baby he's back let's go dude come on dude seriously man hey i've been fucking on this microphone bro i've been on this microphone for two years now right because i'm not a big I'm a DC guy, but I, the people who are running it, I'm not them. I'm not that. I don't. I'd never supported them, bro. They just every move they made was anti-fan, in my opinion. Hey, Man is still two. No, we got Birds of Prey. Now, 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 I like Birds of Prey, but would I have wanted Man is still two more? Oh, you betcha, Bippy. I would have wanted Man is still two more. And The Rock actually came out and confirmed that the old WB regime didn't even want Henry Cavill back. Why, you say? Oh, why? Because they wanted Michael B. Jordan as Superman. You know what I mean? Hey, old WB regime? <laughs> Bye. Seriously, bro. And then now, yeah, so now DC Studios anoints, appoints, sorry, DC Studios appoints James Gunn and Peter Safran as chairman and CEOs. Bro, this is a step in the right direction. Now, now, am I, like, ecstatic about it? Not really, but I'm not mad, okay? Like, this does seem like there's taking steps in the right direction. James Gunn, from all accounts, from the tweets I read to the videos I've seen of him, he knows his DC shit. He knows his DC lore. So he knows what he's doing, bro. So, like, I'm... I don't know, like, it's weird because, like, he was just doing, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and, like, kind of, like, the Marvel stuff. But I have faith, bro. I, I think James Gunn can do it, bro. If someone's going to be the Kevin Feige of DC, hey, let's give this guy a chance. That's all we're asking for, James, okay? I, I hope you do well, actually. If I don't think you'll ever see this, but if you do, I really am rooting for you, bro. 
Because DC needs this. How many times have we got on this fucking mic, Justin? How many times? And they, they just kept screwing us over and people were like, give him a chance. Give him a chance. Well, how many chances are do you need? Right? So hopefully... This is a step in the right direction. And Rock too, bro. Thank you. Because Rock was a huge part in getting Henry back. Right? It was like up until like a, at least a month or two ago when like that was actually being finalized. That's crazy. That's crazy. But hey, we got Henry back. That's all that matters to me. Bro, get, just get him in a goddamn suit. Please. Put him in a suit. Give him bags of money. And I don't care if it's him saving a cat all fucking two hours, bro. Please, dude, just give us what we want, dude. I honestly, we were we were gonna get Supergirl, Mexican Supergirl. Hey, I'm sorry, cause I'm Mexican, so I'm allowed to say this. But what? No, no. Seriously, bro, we were gonna. You know how close we were to getting Latina Supergirl. Yeah, I think The Rock joining like this and just like being the fucking mega superstar that he is, the, I, there's no way in hell he was going to be on board with any of the shit they were doing. And I think like, that The Rock isn't going to fight some fucking five foot five Mexican chick, regardless if she was Supergirl or like a different hero. Nah, so, I mean, and, or, like and The this Rock is no... isn't going to be Black Adam and then they're going to make a movie with him fighting, Batman. you know, yeah, like that stupid ass shit. No oh, man. Like I'm, he wants like the Jason Momoas and the Henry Cavills and he wants like the, the badass. Oh, because that yeah. makes the real money, bro. The real money is there. Yeah. What you just said, that's a billion. Imagine dollars. Black Adam fighting fucking Supergirl and it's like Selena Gomez. Like the rock the rock what are you doing, dude? Now, nothing against my my Latina women because you guys are beautiful and you guys deserve roles. And no, I only and said that because I don't know who the fuck the girl is. I don't. We could probably pull it. It could up, be Selena Gomez. It could be fucking Demi Lovato. I don't know if Demi Lovato is Mexican, <clears throat> but she looks Mexican to me. But she looks like the bitch who saw Selena. But yeah, me. But hey, and that's no offense to my Mexican women. Please, I love you guys. You guys are beautiful. You deserve to be in comic book movies, but not a Superman. Okay, so we got Henry back. James Gunn is now in charge at DC with Peter Safran. Now, let's hope you guys... Hey, this is the easiest blueprint in the world, in my opinion, son. If you want to make money, if you want to get the gold, this is the easiest path. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Bring the money in, please. If I could do it, I know you guys can. The three biggest properties in the world... Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Oh, guess what? The money's here, Justin. Let it in. Come on. Seriously, that's the easiest way to make money. Bro, seriously, is it not? It's not hard. Like I said, you can have a two-hour movie of Superman saving a cat from a tree. It's going to make money. All right? So my hopes are high right now. Okay, so you guys comment below on your thoughts. Last topic of the night, okay? So the last topic, House of the Dragon, bro, season finale was just the other night, season one. And let me just say, bro, one of the most chilling things I've ever watched. And I'm gonna, I'm being honest, bro. Dustin, I was watching it. The last 15 minutes, my jaw was on the floor, right? This might be one of the best season ones of any show ever. I'm going to say it right now. If there's no more House of the Dragon, 
let's say the world ended today. Yeah. If we're talking about the great season ones of, of the pantheon of shows, this show is in it. This season is in it, dude. Now, I, I wanted to do like a more of a spoiler talk review of season one, but I think I could say that for later because I want to get Josh on it or, you know, somebody, right? But there is, so there's a book that the show is basing their material off of and there was some changes made, right? And there's, they always do that with Harry Potter. There's going to be changes from the book. The debate was, were the changes big enough for you guys to affect your viewing experience? One of the biggest ones was Lenor. So Lenor, when Renea and Damon burn him, he in the show, he ends up escaping and like living a, like a, like a different life with his gay lover, right? In the book, he does. But if you guys remember, the book is kind of written from the point of view of the Maesters. So they're just writing history that they that they heard of, right? So again, it's like just like real history books. The books are written from the winner. The books aren't aren't always written from somebody who's the loser, right? So you would expect, okay, like they know certain details, but they don't know what truly happened. And and in the show, Lenor, he escapes. I thought that was a cool. I thought that was a cool addition. That's cool. Another big change from the book was <clears throat> at the end when Aemon and Vagar are chasing Arax and Luke through the sky and Vagar does the unthinkable in the book, Aemon just does it because he they paint him as a cold-blooded murderer, right? But in the show, he's actually telling Vagar to stop and is like trying to not have this happen and boy, does it happen, which... I, I love that change, bro, because it makes it now, because no matter what, you can't change the outcome. Like this kid is dead, bro. You can't change that. No, even if you told people the truth about what happened, they're not going to believe you. They're going to want you dead. Like, I love that part. And I was talking to Josh about that too last night, man, because he has a son around that age. It's like, imagine your your son is on a fucking dragon that high in the sky he got sent to do a, his first big boy mission, and boy, does it end bad, right? Like, you put yourself in the shoes of the characters in the show, and when a show can do that, bravo, bro. You know what I mean, Asen? When, like, a show's so good, you put yourself in the shoe, and it, you become, like, emotionally attached to it. You're like, damn, bro. Like, my, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Like, seriously. Like, when you put yourself in the show, and you're like, damn, bro. Like, I'm actually upset right now because of what if that happened to my fucking kid? Right? And like you get hella upset and you're like, damn, dude, this is a that's what good media is. When they can take a story and like the 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 watchers or the readers, they can like put themselves in the story and like this show did such a good job of that, bro. Like real talk. And like so the changes from the book, yeah. Like again, some people probably didn't like it, but yeah, like it gives some characters more like depth. They become more human. It's not just I'm bad guy. It's like, yeah, you're a bad guy, but you're a bad guy who has human qualities to you just like everybody else, right? Not everybody has to be Emperor Palpatine, right? Like, there's some character, like, so yeah. And if you guys haven't watched it, I've done a couple episodes on the podcast about House of the Dragon. Go watch it, bro. Seriously. I know Justin's going to wait till I die, right? Justin's going to Justin's gonna be an old man. Time to put 
put in Elsa the dragon, you know, and then, uh, you know, but none of you guys have to be like him, bro. Go watch it. And you know what I mean? It's a joy. Bro. I mean, it's getting crazy ratings, dude. It's getting crazy praise from everybody. And after this, we're done. After we're done, oh, I'm showing Justin that scene I just talked about. Oh, we're watching it. So he's if he's not going to watch it, I'll force him to. So, but yeah, that was tonight's episode, you guys. I was super pumped about a lot of the topics we just did. And like I was screaming about Batman and I'm sorry, everybody and Superman. But um, yeah, so stay tuned because we have the second video I'm doing will probably be out before this one. But regardless, I'll leave a link in the description for that. It's going to be my first fantastic review and it'll be about Halloween ends. So if you're looking forward to that, let me know. And like always, guys, until next time, peace.